what the heck is going on? It's Bailey. We're gonna talk about recovery. Hello, people. This is Bailey. <laughs> Bailey. Uh, yes, Bailey. And you are listening to a little bonus episode of Recovering Together. Oh my goodness. First, I just want to say, oh my gosh, it feels so good to just be back home. I was on a, like a four day trip vacation to Texas and I really am just doing a huge exhale right now. I just got my son to sleep. Tomorrow is Monday. And for myself personally, I mean, I just love a routine. I love a schedule. I love my schedule. You know, it's not necessarily that a schedule is put in place, but that it is the same schedule every day that I put in place for myself. So yeah, I mean, I'm very excited to get back to my life. Um, so it was obviously it was a Thanksgiving vacation and my sister lives out in Austin, Texas, and it was so nice to see her and her boyfriend is great. Uh, it was really good to just see Texas and just be out, you know, just doing the dang thing. You know, it's been like a little colder out there than usual, but to be quite honest, anywhere other than Sioux Falls, South Dakota is just fine with me. I love this city and I love this state, but I mean, just like with any place, you just want to get the hell out of, hell out of Dodge. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> but, um, I think one of the things that surprised me was, you know, so, okay. So I've been sober a year and a half. So, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. You know, to any kind of normies, you know, it's like, okay, well, she's got it down. That's just great. But, um, I'm here to tell you that this, I mean, this vacation was a true test to me, you know, one that I haven't had in a long time. Uh, just because I recall like a conversation, we have like a little family group chat and, you know, my sister said something about, okay, it was okay if we go to a bar, we're going to be drinking, da, 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 da. And I'm like, dude, literally I've been around alcohol. I've been sober for a year and a half. Like I can literally handle going to a bar. It's not that big of a deal. So little did I know that I was agreeing to spend four days in an Airbnb with my family where there was alcohol stocked in the fridge 24 seven. Um, you know, I, I think I'm really grateful to my family that they trust me enough that that's not a worry to them, you know, and it, it wasn't, I mean, I didn't drink, I didn't really, you know, I didn't have that urge or that obsession overcome me, but like, I mean, when I open up the fridge, like there is booze right there. You know, I think it also helps to like, they don't drink hard liquor because that was always my drink of choice. It was like whiskey Coke. <laughs> oh my God. Whiskey Cokes. And I don't know. I mean, it's just to sit there it's staring you in the face. You know, when I'm at my house, I never have to worry about that. You know, I never even have that. I don't even have that thought because it's not right in front of me. And I think, you know, every time I open that damn fridge, it's like, Oh, here's alcohol. Oh, here's alcohol. Oh, here's alcohol. You know, it was like, it was exhausting. Like I actually texted my sponsor, um, the last night that we were there 
And I think the perfect way to explain it was I was exhausted. I was exhausted by being like overstimulated by the amount of alcohol I was seeing everywhere, you know, and, you know, by no means no one got drunk, you know, no one, it was just very normal and casual and it was a vacation and it was Thanksgiving and like people drink and I did say it was okay. But I think this is one of those like life lessons that I will definitely, you know, use for next time, you know, cause I think that in the long run, that wasn't the most ideal situation, you know, and I would be lying if I didn't have these thoughts, like I wasn't going to do it, but I thought in my head, you know how easy it would be for me to go downstairs and to get a drink and no one would know besides me and my higher power, which is all that, you know, kept me sober, which is all that needs to keep me sober. But it's like the whole idea of, you know, going to the liquor store, driving to the liquor store, you know, going to the cooler, getting something out of the cooler, you know, going to pay for it, driving all the way home. Like that's a lot of time to sit and think about what you're doing, you know, but if it's already in the fridge looking right at your face, all it takes is a freaking arm movement to reach in that fridge and it's right there at your lips, you know? So yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it's a test that everybody needs. I don't think anybody needs to be tested in sobriety. Um, but I guess, you know, with my sponsor, my higher power, my family, I did speak with my mom about it the last, um, last night we were there because it was overwhelming. Um, and I was just exhausted from kind of always having to be on guard, you know, from that King alcohol. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm just really happy to be home, happy to be in my safe spot. I get pretty homesick anyways. So it's just nice to be with all my stuff with my son and like our bed and he's got his bed too, but he obviously doesn't sleep in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just good to be back. I went to a meeting this morning, which felt really good to just, you know, a lot of people, like thought the same way I did, which is such a relief. You know, I had, there was one guy who said, um, that, you know, he went over to friend's house, they were all drinking and stuff. And like, you know, he did have the thought too. He's like, I could have just, um, taken a shot of fireball and nobody would have known the difference except for me. And I'm glad that he said that. Cause that's what it reminded me. It's like, well, why didn't I, I could have, well, so why didn't I, well, it's like, because I didn't want to, you know, because I know that that first drink, like that first drink for my brother and my sister and my mom, my dad, which my mom even barely drinked, which shout out, shout out to uh, my mom. I almost said her name, <laughs> but, but I'm not going to say it. But like <sighs> that first drink for other people, like my family can have a drink at 12 and not have another drink until dinner. Like, I would be fucking blackout by dinner if I even made it to dinner, you know, and like their life doesn't revolve around alcohol. You know, if I take that first drink immediately, every single one of my thoughts is consumed by drinking and like, I don't want that, you know, but it's not, it's hard because you're sitting around your family and you're like, okay, well, when I drink at noon, I had a problem. 
Okay, but it's not just the one time I drink at noon. It was literally all the shit life events that happened to, you know, make me drinking at noon just probably not a great idea because of all the prior experiences, which in the moment is something that kind of your judgment gets clouded because you're overwhelmed, you know? And like, I, under no circumstances would blame my family. You know, I think this was just a really good life lesson for me. You know, this was a really good, um, I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. I don't really like to call it a test. It's not a test, but it's like a good, I know my strength. I know where I stand with my relationship with alcohol, which is very powerful. Um, for me, it makes me feel really good about what I'm doing. And I just wanted to share this because, uh, it's, it's really hard, you know, and it's scary sometimes, you know, when you're, kind of put in that situation, I wasn't really prepared for it to just be in the Airbnb that I was staying at 24 seven that I was sleeping at. You know, I think I'd have no problem in the past with being, you know, at a party or like at a bar or whatever, where I will go home at the end of the night and I'll be sleeping in my own bed with my own fridge with my cereal that I love, you know, and that was another thing too, is like, I, it's probably not very good for me, but like I get up in the middle of the night and I snack. Okay. So like that was kind of one of those moments where I go down, it's literally in the middle of the night, like 12 or one in the morning. And I'm going in to get my cereal and my freaking milk. And like, there's just a beer and like, I so could have taken it. And so, yeah, I keep like saying the same thing, but it's like, it was a mind fuck. I mean, it really was. But um, I'm just so grateful to all the people I have supporting me, all the people that I have to talk about this to and with. You know, like I even said it out loud to my family, you know, after it happened. I think it was probably the day after, but I was like, yeah, I mean, that was just kind of crazy. It was a crazy experience. So yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to get on here. Like I said, I'm just breathing a sigh of relief. I'm really looking forward, um, you know, for my son to be getting back to his schedule and me to mine. Um, and I don't know, he was just like, my son was just the best little flight, flight taker. I mean, seriously, he carried his two bags, backpack and carry on, took the whole way there, took the whole way off. He was a great flyer. We hit turbulence. It's like he literally didn't even know the difference. Well, I'm over here like shaking in my pants, holding my brother's hand for dear life. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, um, that was actually my first flight sober too. So yeah, there was still some firsts here. You know, usually the first year you kind of go through all your firsts and like, I think the next year you know what to expect, but yeah, I mean, this was like my first long vacation and first flight since being sober. So yeah, there was some new firsts there. And like, that was, I mean, I'm just really grateful that I'm where I'm at in my recovery and with the, in the relationships that I have with my family, because, uh, I just don't know. I don't know what it would have been like without just being so far away from home without my car and stuff like that. Um, but another thing that I will say is I did not one time on this vacation have that feeling of like complete overwhelm, like complete distraught despair, you know, desperation, 
like uh, scared and sorrowful, like, you know, just that overwhelming feeling that just takes over your whole body and you're like, I can't do this. I never felt that one time. And I have to believe that that's because I feel so safe with my family, you know, and I know that no matter what, if I would have been like, and that's because that's another thing. I never said, I don't want you guys to drink because I... I didn't want them to stop drinking. I didn't want them to take the alcohol out of the house because I knew that I could handle it. I knew that just because I was a little uncomfortable didn't mean that I had to take that away from everybody else. I know it will change things in the future. But um, in that moment, I didn't feel like it was right to say absolutely no alcohol around me for the rest of the trip. But like, I do feel safe in knowing that if that's what I did say, my family 120% would have no problem with that. And they would have done anything that they could have to make me feel comfortable. Like, I really think the only person that I talked to it about was my mom. And, um, you know, she, cause she was not really drinking and I just needed to get it off my chest. And she's like a good person to, to kind of talk to about that kind of stuff. And like, I know that full transparency with my parents, especially is like crucial to my recovery. 120%, you know, like good, bad, ugly. Like I will just say anything just because I know pretty much like my life and my sobriety like depends on it, you know? So yeah, that's my little spiel. That's my spiel for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. I know it's really hard right now. I know the holidays are really freaking hard, but I know that you can do this. Talk to people, talk to your sponsor, um, you know, get encouragement wherever you seek it. Um, and if you know anybody in recovery right now, give them a little extra love and let them know that you're thinking about them and that you're here for them basically for whatever that they might need. Just because I know that the holidays can be really tough and I'm grateful to have a, such a positive support system, but you know, even with a, such a positive support system, it is difficult. So really get out there. And, um, I love you guys and I am just really grateful to be here and I'm glad that you're here with me. Have a good night. Bye.